Yo, yo, what it do, what it do, we back at y'all, we back at it, y'all already know, it's the whole of podcast, Reloaded Back in Effects, I'm here with, with the boys, y'all already know, it's your boy Midan, it's your boy Phil, boy Yorov, boy Hans, y'all already know, we got Hans checking back in with us, Hans was a part of the original pod, but he wasn't with us the first couple episodes, so we were gonna have boy back. But other than that, you know, we're coming off a, a crazy weekend in sports. You know, we got the, the um, wild card games just took place this weekend. And then also crazy, the natty crazy. that happened yesterday. We're recording this Tuesday at the 12th. Mm-hmm. So, you know, first of all, foremost, like check up on y'all. How y'all boys' weekend was? Uh, my weekend was good, man. You know me, I'm a Bama fan. So it was a great weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I bet it was. I bet it was. Man, for me, it was good. It was a good little weekend, good little football going on. You said so I was proud. Yeah, I guess. What about you, Solo? It was straight, you know. CJ McCollum showing he Kobe yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> See, they ain't, ain't gonna lie the last part. They didn't know you was a Blazers fan. Well, so now they, now they know. know. We got a Blazers fan. We got a Dolphins fan. All right, for sure. We got a Lakers fan, too. Mm. I'm just on shit. But now, though, like I say, though, we're going to talk about this crazy weekend in sports. We just had a crazy NFL wildcard weekend. A lot of good games. So, you know, tw- 12 teams played. Yes, sir. 12 teams played. A lot of games, a lot of upsets in a way. A lot of games we didn't think was going to go that way, but it went that way. You know, you got the Colts. The Colts had a hard one with the Bills. They ended up losing but to the Bills by three. Allen doing what he do. You know, of course, you know, we got the Ravens upsetting the Seahawks. That was a big upset. Of course, you got Tom Brady. You mean the Rams, bro? The Rams upset the Seahawks. The Rams and Seahawks. Yeah. We're going to edit that part. (laughs) Then you got the Rams and Seahawks, you know, that big upset for the weekend as well, especially with Jared getting hurt and Russell not doing what he do. Anyway. But then, then you got the Bucks and the Redskins, too. You got the older and the new guard, you know, Tom Brady trying to get him another ring in the belt. And then, you know, Washington trying to do what they do. Then, of course, probably the hard one of the biggest matchups, in my opinion, the weekend, which is the Ravens and the Titans. Lamar was able to get his first ring. Then you got the Bears and the Saints with Drew Brees trying to do what he do one more last time before he get up out of here. And then Mitch Trubisky and the Bears. And then the Browns did what they had to do, shutting everybody up, putting on their back and beating the Steelers. I did those TikToking and dancing and all that. <laughs> but like I said, it was a pretty busy weekend, but you know, some games that we want to talk about. You know, Angela, we, we could we could talk about um the Rams and the Seahawks first, because like I said, that was one of the upsets. I'm pretty sure all of us had the Seahawks winning that game. Yeah, I mean that game was crazy. You know, the Rams came out there with a with with Wolford, and and he got hurt. And then they brought they brought in a, a broken Jared Goff. You know, he had the messed up thumb, and then the Seahawks still couldn't do it. You know, you know, Russell Wilson was eleven of twenty seven for one seventy four and two touchdowns in a playoff game. That's just not gonna cut it. That's just not gonna cut it. And they couldn't stop the run. I'm they went and traded. I looking at fantasy, bro, because that shit, that shit was fucking me up, bro. They went and traded two first round picks with Jamal Adams, and they couldn't stop the run. That's what that's you know that's supposed to be his big thing, sacking and and you know being in the run support. And they couldn't do it, so I think they got a lot a lot of questions this off season where they want to go. Of course, it's, it's it's always a lot of questions. So which I I kind of want to so talk about like the Seahawks, but like you said, like they didn't spend all that cheese. They didn't got Jamal Adams. They took away some picks. My thing to y'all is, y'all feel like, how do y'all feel about them going forward? Because, like, this is kind of like a in-the-middle loss. Like, they kind of invested a lot of money in Russell Wilson. So, like, what do y'all think kind of, like, as far as, like, them going ahead, what they should do? Because, like I say, they can't, they can't really guard nobody because the Rams not no crazy offensive team how they used to be. So, what y'all think? I feel like the first thing they need to work on is, like, is defense for for real. The D line, they weren't getting no pressure to the Rams last game in the playoffs. And I feel like have Adams as your main focus and work around him since he's the best player on your team. So mm-hmm. I don't know. But you have yeah. so what you think about like, Yeah, their defense is trash. They gotta fix their line. Cause even like Jared Goff and and the backup who got injured, they didn't even like they didn't even rip it like that. They, did. they didn't. That's what I'm saying. They, it, it was kind of like a little ugly game by the looks of it on both sides. Cam Akers ran for 131, 28 carries. He ate. 
it was just um, the Seahawks defense is trash, and Russell Wilson also hasn't playing good either. At all. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Like, the last like six games, he he started playing really bad. I noticed that. Like the last like six games, like first couple games, he was giving me MVP vibes. Then like he started down falling for real, for real. Yeah, it was just, he just kind of, just kind of like he peaked early, and then it was just downhill from there. Yeah, but you know, like I say, so, so just so we could talk about a little bit more what about the Rams. As far as the Rams, you know, did, did y'all feel like? First of all, y'all feel like because who they play next round? Oh, they play um next round. Next round, they got the Packers. 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 Mm-hmm. I I like them to get smashed. What about y'all? I I think it's the same I, thing. I, you know, I think they'll get destroyed. I think against that Seahawks defense, you know, they got a lot. There was a there was a there was a the Seahawks gave up a lot. You know, Jared Goff still looked hurt. You know, he was definitely definitely missed on he hit on a lot of passes, but he missed on a couple. And you don't blame him, you know, he had a broken thumb. He wasn't even supposed to be starting the game. So I think I think Green Bay is gonna see what happened to the Seahawks, adjust and you know, make it happen. It might be a little closer than what we think, but in the end I think Green Bay gonna have it gonna, gonna be a sort of comfortable win. Yeah, okay. I agree with Phillip. I feel like Packers are gonna beat the Rams. Cause I feel like Rams don't have the matchup. For the uh, Green Bay offense with Aaron Rodgers, because Devontae Adams, boy, he like he put on MVP numbers. A Rod put on MVP numbers. So it's like I don't think Rams could like compete with that. Even though they got Jalen Ramsey on them boys, uh, Aaron Donald, I don't feel like they go beat the Packers. One thing uh, about the Rams though, is they got the best defense in the league, so you can't just like count them out. I mean, I do think the Packers going to win too. Yeah, but the Rams defense is crazy and. Sometimes this season we've seen games where Cooper Cup and Robert Woods or Ryan Woods, Robert Woods, like they go crazy. Bro, you, games they go crazy. Do you believe in uh, what's his name, uh, golf? Well, he's hurt right now, so I don't so know. So they got exactly. the backup coming in. The backup hurt backup. too. The backup's hurt. Is he on concussion protocol? I believe oh, who's so. Who's gonna play? It's gonna be golf. It's gonna be golf, but he he he, he gonna he gonna have to play hurt. Exactly. They ain't got they ain't got nobody uh, uh, else. I don't, I don't nah, 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 they don't really trying to watch that game, bro. Golf <laughs> gonna be playing for real. Bro. <laughs> yeah, he got a broken thumb, so we will see. Think, Packers probably gonna win, but you know, maybe you we'll be, take a, better a match, couple takeaways from the Rams. You never know. So you gonna be close? I think it'll be close. Yeah. Okay. I don't think yeah. it's gonna be a blowout, like you know, twenty thirty. But I think it's gonna be you know two possessions. I said ten. He, I said ten. 10 to 14, I think. 10? Yeah, I yeah. think a little scoring, too. I feel that. I could, I, could, I could say this in. Okay, okay. So let's get into the next team that we kind of wanted to talk about. We could say that one for the end because that was funny. But, you know, boy, LJ, Cribs finest. You already know Gannon's first playoff dub in the, in the front of his belt. Being King Henry and the Titans in a, in a tight one, a super tight one. Basically, 20 to 13, rough, round and pound game. We kind of knew it was going to be a low-scoring game. I kind of see it being – I didn't think 20, 13. I was going to say, like, maybe 30, 20. But, yeah, we kind of got what we want. They was able to kind of neutralize Henry in a way. So, how, you know, how y'all feel about that game? You know, was, to me, that was the game that I was the most interested in that I kind of, like, locked into the most because, you know, I wanted to root for my boy LJ. So, what y'all feel, how y'all feel about that game? For me, I think – I think the Titans, you know, I think the, I think the Titans got a lot to think about this offseason. You know, they love Ryan Tannehill, and, and of course, they love Derrick Henry. But what happens Get when Derrick Henry when Derrick Henry can't run the ball? You know, that means you gotta you gotta throw Tannehill back there and have him, you know, play quarterback, have him have him pick apart people because all they do their offense is literally run the ball with Derrick Henry and then play action and hit somebody intermediate. You know, but what happens when when you gotta actually like, you know throw like you got to go through your first your second or your third read and hit the open man that's where you lose mm-hmm. you know and their offense their, their playbook only runs like one page it, it looks like a one-page playbook all right run 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 play action hit somebody 10 to 15 yards down the field you know they they, they didn't open it up they didn't open it up um so i think i think that, that's why they lost they, they didn't lose because they stopped Derrick henry they lost because they couldn't throw the ball you know, yeah, they couldn't. They couldn't find all the ways to score. They, could, they couldn't find all the ways to score. And for the Ravens, man, it was. I think it was a little shaky for them on offense, right? Lamar, Lamar still didn't really 
pass the ball in a, in a in a dynamic way, but they did enough. He did what he had to do, you know. And your your best weapon isn't the passing game for them. It's it's Lamar's legs, and, that, and you know he used that to his advantage, and and that's how they won the game. But congrats, you know, shout out to their defense for for stopping arguably the best running back in the league, King Henry. Fact. Yeah, I kind of agree with Philo. Um, Titans, they really, really, really struggle on running the ball. And that's like their main go to. But I feel like Titans, they had the weapons to like win games, like more games in the playoffs. But they just always want to run the ball and do play action around Tannehill. I feel like they had to open their playbook more. And they got good receivers, they had a good O line, they had the best running back in the league. So they just give Ryan Tannehill more room to, like, throw the ball down the field. I feel like they could be something in the future. And for the Ravens, uh, getting the game, they started shaking. You know, LJ wasn't really doing this thing like he normally do. But the fourth quarter came, them boys, they tightened up. You know, LJ with a big run to score. Like, that was very big. But next round, who they do good? Who they play next round? The they Chiefs. play the Bills. I don't like them. Oh, it's like the Bills. I don't like I it. I kind of like them. I like it. I don't like it. I don't, like I don't it. know. But we'll see. We'll see. I don't like it. don't like it. I feel like the Ravens and Lamar Jackson, the good thing about Lamar's game was that he threw that terrible pick in the beginning. And, then, yeah. like, he picked himself back up. And another thing about him is that he's been trying to get better as a thrower. He's been kind of going away from that whole running thing he does. But that's what makes him him. And once he ran and got beat broke through, they can't catch him. I agree on They couldn't catch him. Back. The safeties couldn't get to him, even though they had the angle. They couldn't get to him because he was already gone. Like, they started too late, their run. So, he needs to stick to what he's good at, try and get better at throwing the football, but don't get away from that. And it's also like he showed his perseverance, not getting down on himself, kind of like Tua did a couple weeks ago um, after yeah. that pick. That's <laughs> funny, dog. Hey, this is why I be wanting Hans on because Hans is so funny, bro. <laughs> I mean, it's good. Like, after you throw a pick, quarterbacks, like, get in their own heads and – Lamar and Tua stayed with it. Oh, stop. No, nah, that's right. I also think the Ravens need better receivers, too. Like, more elite receivers. I don't know. To help them out. Yeah, that's oh, a good point. No, nah, that's facts. No, nah, that's facts. I mean, I got to say, one of all the things I always say about Lamar, he's a gamer. That, that's, like, it's not going to be pretty all the time. It's not going to be all highlight, woody woody, but he's a gamer, bro. He's going to try and win. Like Han's saying, like, like I said, he could have easily, like, he threw that bad pick. They ended up, but they, they started the game off real bad. So they were done. He could have easily kind of like fell into himself, but not nah, a bush. But plus, it's a lot of pressure on him, too. I feel like, in a way, I feel like he gets a lot of unwarranted pressure, which makes sense, though. You know? I mean, yeah. So, I, hold on, I wanted to ask a question, though, because y'all kind of brought up some points. So, so, do y'all feel like with the Titans is more of a coaching thing instead of a personnel thing? Yeah, okay. yeah, I think it's coaching. I think it's there. I mean, it makes sense. You know, you have the best running back in the league and you have a damn good O-line. So run the ball all day and every day. But you got to have a balance in the playoffs. You got to have a balance. That, that, that's kind of where their losses have come. Their losses hasn't come because, you know, um, they're carrying not playing good. It's because they can't open it up in the passing game. You know, because they like, like, like Rail said earlier, they got weapons. You know, Corey Davis, A.J. Brown, um, they, they got people to throw the ball to. It's just a matter of, you know, calling calling the plays to put those guys in the right positions to, to catch the ball instead of coming off a of play action, you know. Just I, – I think that's what it is. I think it's – they don't have a deep enough playbook when it comes to the passing game. No, it's fast. Yeah. I had said that in the chat, too. I was like, hang on. It's like the Ravens got three plays and then the Titans got two. <laughs> the Ravens got, like, three plays. Both that. That's how I said it was an ugly game. So – you said next round they play the Bills. Yeah. I don't like it. Oh no, Josh Allen and them boys have been hot lately. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Oh, the Bills got that. I'm not gonna lie to you. You think Bills got, got that? I don't know. I think I think the Ravens got it though. Low key. The so Ravens defense has been on. They got kind of healthy. Their defense got healthy. They they got Campbell and the boys back. They could. I don't know. If LJ start running but like he know like he did last game, I feel like Bills can't stop him. Oh, I'm sorry. Like you say, bro, I do I do think they need more not Des Bryant, no offense Des Bryant, but they need like better like deep threats. Like yeah. even though the Mars not accurate like that yet, 
I feel like it'll help his development if you put him around people who gonna kind of like, you know, people who good at the position still or like above average. You know, I feel like that'll help his development a little faster. I, I, I agree. So, getting back to the good game, the Browns and the Steelers, Corvette versus Baker. <laughs> <laughs> I already know how that went. Browns up twenty eight. Zip in the first quarter came and ended up winning 48-37 in the game. I feel like a lot of people was watching that game from the social media aspect. You know, you got Juju barking, doing what he do. So, you, you be like, okay, let's see what Baker's going to do. Baker, first playoff game, he's going to fold. But first time making playoffs since 2002. It was like, what, three, four years old. So, I just want to think about how y'all feel about the Browns' performance and then also why y'all think the Steelers folded. All right, so for me, I've always thought the Steelers were a fraudulent team. You know, they've had a cupcake schedule. And then it was towards the end of the season where they finally showed their true colors. You know, and it came out again in full fashion today. Big Ben had had a typical Big Ben game. He threw for 500 yards, 47 completions, four touchdowns. Then he also had four picks. You know what yeah, I mean? I was like, what? Jit could have ripped it without the picks. And then, and then if you – and then if you – in the playoff game, you can't throw four picks and win. That's just it's just not gonna cut it. Then their defense, that's supposed to be that, that that's their seller, you know, their defense. That's that's their big that, that's what got them to eleven wins. My defensive player of the year was on there. Mm-hmm. It wasn't it wasn't their offense that did it. It was their defense. They played off their their offense rolled off their defense. So and the defense couldn't stop the run. Couldn't stop the run. Couldn't stop Nick Chubb, couldn't stop Kareem Hunt. And then when they over when they when they when they crowded the box, try to stop both of them. Or you know either one depending on who was in the game, that Baker just threw it right over them to Jarvis and you know to even even to Nick Chubb sometimes Austin Hooper and Rashad Higgins you know they that that that's the type of offense that the Titans need to to replicate going forward you know they run that's because that's how the Browns play they 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 run the ball they run the ball all the goddamn day but then when you try to stop the run you know you get too excited about the run Baker can dot it and. And you know, I think going forward, that's gonna, you know, they they're gonna be dangerous. They're gonna be dangerous going forward. And me, from personally, I feel like they lost because of Big Ben. Man throw four interceptions. That's not gonna cut it in the playoff at all. I don't care who you play. And then when the second half came, he stopped throwing interceptions. That's why they came back in the game. I feel like the defense they did a job, not really their best job, but they did a job. Because the Browns only had 390 yards. I feel like that's okay. That's all right. It's good, but it's like, I feel they lost because of Big Ben throwing four interceptions. I feel like that's not good in playoffs at all. Yeah, I think the offense is what messed them up. Because those four picks, right, he throws a pick and then it leaves a defensive backfield position. And, I mean, like, the defense couldn't get any stops. Like, they didn't stop him from getting into the end zone, but it doesn't help that they're getting the ball, like, at the 50-yard line or they get the ball back in the balls in the, in the end zone because of a bad snap. I don't want to cut I want to cover y'all phones right quick. But yeah, like you just said, them boys were tired. It's on the field like the whole game. So yeah. yeah, of course. Go ahead. And also, I mean, they had injuries like Dupree got injured in the season, so they were missing their linebacker, but they're ass. That ten and no that ten and no record <laughs> that ten and no record was a, was a was a fraudulent situation. Like they shouldn't have been ten and no. The only good team they beat was I think the Browns in that schedule, and that's when the Browns weren't clicking it. So, I mean, shout out to them for 10-0, but they're ass. Nah, that's facts. I think bro from the crib um, who played for them too, uh, Devin Bush, he's hurt too, I think. Yeah, he's also I, hurt. I, I yeah, think I remember he got hurt like early on, right? Yeah. But salute to hey, Baker, I, though. You said what? Salute to, salute to Baker, though. He played good, though. Baker's the truth. Nah, bro. That's yeah, that's did. facts. I agree basically what all y'all said. Like especially the part with um the Steelers. I feel like first of all, Big Ben is throwing the ball sixty some times. That means that obviously you didn't decide to run the ball, so they <laughs> got no run game. Now that I see for real, because at first thing like, when they went eleven, I'm like, okay, a lot of these boys probably can take the Chiefs. Until I I had to really angle. I had to sit and watch it, like watch them for real. Like, and go, like yeah, these boys don't. Like I say, they they receivers hit and miss. Big Ben, he he not there no more, and they don't got no run game. I think that's really what it is. It's like 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 Phil said, you gotta have a balance. It's like, and like Rupon said, like, defense on the field, you throwing four picks, bro. And like you say, them things was in the first half. 
Yeah. It's not like it was kind of like throughout the duration of the game, so you kind of put yourself in a hole. Like you probably, they probably could have still won the game. To be honest, they could have. Like I don't even like those five hundred yards he threw for. Like that's garbage time yards. Bro. It didn't mean nothing, bro. So, like I think the Browns came out the second half. Like all like, oh, we got this dub. Like 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 especially because they're a young team, they don't have that much experience in the playoffs. But so they probably weren't trying too hard. Then then they turned up at the end when they saw the. Uh, the Steelers were getting in within two touchdowns. So, I mean, those 500 yards, he played ass. I don't care how many yards he had. He had four picks. Not, I also feel like uh, Juju saying the Browns are the Browns. I felt like that gave the Browns even more hype to play even better. Yeah, you know, yeah. fire on them, bro. That's, that's, the, that's the one thing you can't do in battle, a lot of fire on somebody. Don't never give nobody no extra motivation. Yeah, that's, uh, we call that whiteboard material, man. You, you, you're, giving us, you're giving us stuff to write on the whiteboard, you know. Uh, he want to say the Browns is the Browns. Remember that every time you walk out the practice facility. Um, I like so, that. Nobody say that's whiteboard material. That's what that is, man. You can't be doing that, man. You keep your mouth shut and show up on game day. So, oh, that's facts. And I, you know, the next game they they play the the Chiefs, and that's Ooh, where geez. that's where it all comes Ooh. crashing down. That's where Ooh. it all comes crashing down because yeah, I told you I like them boys compete with them boys. So I don't think they'll. Get, I don't think it's gonna be a skunk deal. No, no, oh, so, no, hell no. Nah. I don't think it's going to be a smash. I don't know. Or, me, or me personally, it, I feel but, like it'll be a smash, Bill. Nah, I don't think it's going to be a smashing because I think I think the Browns could score and the Chiefs defense been sus all year. All year. It's just that I think what what I think this game going to come down to is who, you know, who 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 going to keep scoring? Who going to score more? And if you had to tell me to pit between the Browns offense and the Chiefs offense to to put up more points, I'll tell you what, man, I'm I'm going to go ahead and pit the, the Chiefs. Like for me personally, my bad, Madonna. No, go ahead. I'm just saying. Me personally, Baker played a heck of a good game last week, but can he do it again? I don't know. I feel like it's still shaky for me for Baker. I don't know. I don't really trust him that much. So. Yeah, you on him. You're 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 heavy crit. You gotta see. Him. <laughs> I'm saying so. Look, if he beat if he beat the Chiefs, is he the one? He the one. I guess so. Yeah. He don't got no but he, but he can't. But he can't no ass game like well, just what Ben just did. Four pick, four touchdown. You can't do that though. I feel that. Now, like I said, I think I don't think it's gonna be just for the simple fact that they can run the ball. I just feel like it's gonna be close. Yeah, it's gonna be a like shootout. Things gonna be shootout. I don't think it's gonna be close, but I think it's gonna be a shootout. I think it's gonna be close in the first half, and then Kansas City might break away in the second half. But I think it's gonna be high scoring. They're gonna run the ball. They're gonna get some touchdowns. So we'll see. <laughs> nah, that's facts. That's facts. That's a tough one. So, like I said, what else? So, then also, just to go over the couple more matchups we got coming up, we talked about who who Cleveland going to play. We talked about who the Ravens going to have to play. And we talked about who the Rams going to have to play. So, the Rams. So, based on the wild card now, we got. Yeah, the, the, one, the one we ain't talking about yet is the, uh, the old man game. You know? Yeah, that's how I'm looking down the old man game. Old man Rip- game, that. The Elders Bowl. <laughs> he said the Elders Bowl. I seen that. I seen the little picture that boy posted. I like. Yeah. I don't like that, though, man. Don't be posting pictures before y'all play them, man. Like, time be all nice and shit. Yeah, Bucks versus Saints. Oh man. He lucky be probably playing mind games. He probably let me think this. Let me think of this, buddy, buddy. And we play. Gah! Pop, pop. I go to die in it. But now, nah, what y'all think about that game? To be honest. I ain't gonna lie, I'll go against the grain and really choose Tampa Bay just because they've been hot. For me, for me, I think Tom Brady and the Bucks also been sus all year. You know, they really, they really, That's they the really, take. they really don't have. If you look at their, you know, if you look at their schedule, man, they're eleven and five. Those, those eleven dubs, uh, I'm pretty sure ten out of eleven all came against subpar teams. You know, when they played the good, when they played the good teams, the better teams. They lost. That's where their five losses came from. So, I think I think they're going to have issues against the Saints defense because a lot of people like to talk about the Saints defense, but they're damn good defense. They're going to give them. They're going to give them problems, and then I'm going to trust you in the playoffs. I'm going to trust you in the playoffs. I think when it came down to it against the good teams, they performed even without Drew Brees. They performed, and that that includes the Bucks because they beat them twice. What's stopping them from doing it the third time? You know. So hmm. that's 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 my take on that. I for me personally, it's up in the air for me because like, Bucks been hot lately. They've been snapping. 
even though Saints just won a playoff game against the Bears, barely. And also, yeah, Saints, beat the, Saints beat the Bucks twice in the regular season, but it's like recently I don't really like the Saints offense. Like, even when Hill was in the game uh, what, a couple weeks ago, like they really can't even score. Especially against my Falcons, they barely beat us. Barely beat us. And that's just. Uh, and also, the Bucks. Tom Brady, when he plays his good team, you know, he don't really show up like he's supposed to. But it's like for me, I don't know who's gonna win it. I might pick the Bucks because you know their defense is a little bit better to me personally. So I don't know. I feel like it's hard. It's hard to bet against Tom Brady, but the Saints have exactly. beat twice. And once you play that third time. The Saints have all the confidence in the world. Like they're going to that game thinking they're going to win, and they have every reason to think. And the Bucks, I bet you there's some place in the locker room thinking it's going to be a rough. They're going to have a rough time. So, I don't want to bet against Tom Brady, but when you lose twice in a row to the same team in one season, I think it's hard to win that third game. Um, so I'd probably pick the Saints, but I don't know. And the Saints also been really good because even when Drew Brees was out, they were still winning games. They're just a well. I mean, they were winning games, but they were barely winning. But you're right, though. They were winning games, but they were they barely were a machine, uh, bro. I'll say this. I'll say this. I'm, I'm, I'll make, I'll make quick, uh, two, two quick points for y'all. The whole season, Mike Thomas been out the whole season. He didn't really come back to that last playoff game just now. It, 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 like, and when he did come back, Drew Brees was out in the regular season. So it's, that was the first game, really, that uh, Kamara, Mike Thomas, and Drew Brees all been on the field together. So them, them them two games, you know, versus the Bucks where they beat them, Mike Thomas wasn't there. You know what I mean? He gonna be back. That's another problem that the Bucks didn't have to face in them two previous games. And now now they got a not now they're gonna have a real problem. So mm-hmm. I I just don't think they got it, man. And then when I when I mentioned earlier about the Bucks schedule, uh I'm looking at it right now. They had they have five losses, right? Those losses came against the Saints twice, the Bears for the third one, then the Rams and the Chiefs. And then the only good win I think they had looking at the schedule against against like a you know a good team is that they beat they beat they beat the Packers. They beat Green Bay. I about to say I think they beat Green Bay like the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. They, they beat no, they the, smoke Green Bay. They beat the Packers thirty eight ten. That that I give them that. But after that, like I said, the other teams that they played were all were all pancake you know pancakes. Lions, Falcons twice, um, Vikings, Lions, Raiders. And Chargers, Broncos, like 40, forty to three or something. They beat they beat brace off the lines. Yeah, it was forty-seven seven. So I think you know that, that, I just don't think they got it. I think they're a very suspect team. Okay, okay. I I'm a I'm gonna go ahead and let them take them because, like I say, and kind of like based off what I've kind of learned, I feel like the playoffs is about the hottest team. I feel like the playoffs is about the teams that got the most momentum going in. I feel like I, I just like I feel like Tampa just got a lot of groove. I ain't like that. It was an ugly win against um, Chicago to me personally. They was going to win because Mr. Trubisky, they not better than Drew Brees. But just the fact that they lost, I mean, just the fact that they won like that, I don't know. I feel like it was still too close. And like you said, they got injuries coming back. So I feel like their offense isn't clicking how they should while Tampa is kind of rolling. So that's kind of why I'm looking at it like that from that special, you know. Tell me a close game, though. Yeah, it's going to be a good one, though. It's definitely going to be a good one. Just like the game that we saw last night, you already know the Natty Bowl, the the grand finale, the Ohio State <laughs> versus the Almighty, All Knowing Alabama. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, Alabama versus Ohio State. You know, final score fifty two to twenty four. Devontae Smith Heisman winner. You already know did what he was supposed to do. So I just wanted to get y'all to take on that game. And, you know, obviously, you know, it's going to lead into our next topic. But I don't know. Do you guys feel like Ohio State was – I'm not going to say competition, not to, like, disrespect them. But do you feel like they did everything they could to put themselves in a position to win? For me? For me? I think that game was over from kickoff. You know what I mean? <laughs> since kickoff? A, since kickoff. Since Justin's feels you know, Justin Fields wasn't that. That's that wasn't the electrifying Justin Fields that you know that Ohio State fans know and love. He was hurt. So that means he couldn't. He ran a little bit at the end, but he couldn't really run and take off and be dangerous like we you know like we know he can. Because when you when you look back at history, the teams that beat Bama historically, 
all have mobile quarterbacks. You know, mm. we go down to we go down to Johnny Manziel, we go down to Cam Newton, we go down to um Joe Burrow, who who who's who's mobile in his own right. You know, it's usually yeah. those type of quarterbacks that give us problems because you know we usually play with big slow linebackers. You know what I mean? And they can't keep yeah. up and contain the quarterback. And we like to play a lot of man, which means we turn our back. And Justin Fields didn't provide that enough. And then, and then it becomes a matchup game on on the outside at that point. Their receivers couldn't couldn't match up well enough against our DBs, and they couldn't run the ball. They ran the ball well, but they couldn't run the ball enough to overpower us. You know, to overpower our D line and our front seven. So, and then okay, you know okay. when you, you come back on offense, we got we got too many weapons, man. When you got three people that finished top five on Heisman voting, there's just nothing you could do. It's a lost cause. So lost cause. Me, I already know the game's gonna be a blowout. I already know the game's gonna be a blowout, bro. Let him tell it. He said he knew before the game. I was like, "Real, um, give me Ohio State. I like Ohio State." I'm glad (laughs) I ain't Ohio State. It's like they're a very good team. Don't get me wrong, but Bama. It's just from head to toe, that team is complete, like complete, complete. Real tab, and I. I hate you. But it's like, personally, me personally, I don't think Ohio State should win the playoff, you know, the good team. Because they only play, what, six games? So I feel like that's not fair. It's going to lead to the next topic. But um, yeah, Bama, they just too dominant, bro. They're just Bama. There's nothing to say about it. No, I just want that to watch. Bro, I think when you watched that game last night, you saw that, like, there were some players on the Ohio State team that never going to the NFL. Like, and there's some players <laughs> on the Bama team that are going to run the NFL. You can't say that. <laughs> you can't say that. <laughs> Bro, there was – on one of Devontae Smith's touchdowns, he had – it was just a long – Oh, my God. It was a long route straight down the middle, and there was a free safety in the back. And he knows Devontae's coming, and the linebacker's trailing <laughs> Devontae. And instead of opening his linebacker, about. he goes left to God knows where to cover some other – <laughs> Devontae Smith. <laughs> Devontae's wide open for a touchdown. Like, bro, what are you doing? How are you in the championship game? Bro, I saw that. I think that was number 32, too. I believe that was yeah. number 32. Yeah the, yeah, the linebacker did his job. A lot of people get on the linebacker, but he did his job. He was It was his job <laughs> to play that deep middle and cover and cover anything intermediate, right? It, it wasn't his job to cover him. over the top. That was, he, 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 yeah, just had, he had safety help, and the safety went wrong. <laughs> After all the people on the field, you're the one person you want to make sure you double team. It's Devontae Smith. Yeah. And, 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 and Najee Harris is a beast, too. He was eating <laughs> everything. Oh, yeah, they stopped him a couple times, but he got his. He, of course, oh, he got okay. his. Nah, he definitely uh, got his. You talking about he got his. That boy Smitty. <sighs> Gonna look so good in that green and orange. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nah. That boy Smitty, what, what Smitty did... Smitty had 12 for 215 and three touchdowns at halftime. Half Come on, bro. Yeah, because he got hurt. Yeah, if, got if Smitty stayed the whole game, he would have decimated every single receiving bro. championship record in college football history. Matt Jones had 464 yards passing. Come on, bro. No, yeah. Matt Jones, oh, they, had no, they, had, they had no bro. match. There's no chance. 36 for 47? So they only missed nine passes? Okay, I ain't gonna lie, bro. They could they could have hung 70 up. Uh, no, bro, we put our backup quarterback in the game, man. <laughs> they put a center that wasn't supposed to be playing. We put that's how like, you know we had leeway. We put our our center that tore his ACL into the game so he can get a couple snaps off. That, like the matchup was it was not there, bro. Yeah, it the, was not there. Ohio State just couldn't compete. That game was over. They cannot, bro. Before it started. Nah, that's facts, though. That's facts. So I want to talk to y'all about this too because well, more so Phil. I don't know. I was just talking to all y'all about it because I, I kind of seen the thing after the game yesterday. They were saying that this was the largest margin of victories that Alabama's had for the duration of the season, like ever. They won every game by um, 14 or more, except the game against Florida. Mm-hmm. And they still have over like 600 yards. So they talking about this being one of the best Alabama teams ever. So I just want to see how y'all feel about that because they kind of like they blasted everybody, like blasted everybody. For me, y'all know me. I'm a Bama fan all the way through. Die hard, you know. I've been watching Bama. I've been watching Bama for you know for a decade now. 
and and all our teams before before Lane Kiff, before the Lane Kiffin area have all been the same. You know, we, we run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, and we had a play action to the best wide receiver we got, whether it was Julio, whether it was Kevin Ridley, whether it was Amari Cooper. You know what I mean? That that's how Alabama played. And when our defense was big and we used to hit. You know, that yeah. that was how Alabama played football. Run, 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 play action pass. Kind of like the Titans. Um and then the Lane the Lane Kiffin era came. Then we opened it up. Then we started recruiting better quarterbacks. We started recruiting more than just one elite wide receiver. And Y'all started cheating. You can say that <laughs> if you want to. And and then if you if you look at it now, this team was the best of both worlds when it when it come to that. We had to we had to stop defense. We had the big guys up front and we had the you know the, the strong DBs in the back, like you know, Pat Certain, Pat Certain or Pat Sitton, like I like to call them. Um and then we had the elite group of our receivers, Smitty. Um, Waddle before you got hurt, Slay Bolden did his thing. Yeah, Flores stall at tight end. Um, and then we didn't we didn't go away from the running game. We still had the big, the big, the big ass unfair running back, you know, Najee Harris, six two, two thirty. That's not a running back. Um <laughs> when you mix that, it's the best of best of both worlds on both sides of the ball. This is probably the best our best team, our best team that Nick Saban has ever coached. Best team. I agree too. I agree too. I mean, I, I, I think so. What about you, Hans? I mean, I haven't been watching Bam for that long. That's Philip. That team yesterday was on crack. <laughs> <laughs> it was not fair. It was really not it fair. It wasn't. It was not fair. So, people saying that, people and people saying they're better than the LSU team from last year, or the most dominant, or more um, dominant than the LSU probably, team. Probably, that's a good question. Right, that's a good probably. question, though. That's that's, like, that's the debate on Twitter right now. Right now, I don't know it over because LSU had that know, quarter. Like, I could argue LSU receivers last year was better. Yeah. If you really want to go there, you yeah. can argue that. Yeah, because the, that Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase, that's on they, them boys. On, them boys is unstoppable. Um, but our defense was shambolic last year, and it's been a lot better this year. That's what I'm about to say. Yeah. So I, I think, think it'll be a good game. I think I think it'll be a lot better game than it was last year. Even though Bama only lost by five last year, um, it was. I I think this year would have been a little bit. It might it might have went down a little differently. I would say that. I'll put the Bama team. I ain't gonna lie. I'll take the Bama team this year. I would too. I would too because I just seen them. I just seen them recently. <laughs> That's the only reason why. So, kind of going into this because I know you guys want to talk about this too. So about the playoff scheduling, about, you know, how the games are played, you know, the repetition within the playoff scheduling, things like that. I was just figuring, you know, do you guys feel like it's enjoyable watching the college football playoffs like how it is now? I'm not the person to ask that question because I'm a Bama fan and we made the playoffs every year. So, of course, it's enjoyable for me. Um, But as a – But as a – Hold on, hold on, hold on. But as as a football fan, as a fan of football, it's definitely not enjoyable. I think it should be extended from four to six. Um, eight, eight is a big stretch for me because you know that's it's football, man. You can't be playing. Yeah, all those games. You can't be playing all those games. You know, there's gonna be a lot of injuries. So I think from four to six is good. You give the top two teams a bye, and you take it from there. I think I think that's how it should be. How it should be. So the same three or four teams don't make it every year. You know, like like Cincinnati, man. It was undefeated. Um, they could deserve a playoff shout. Um, so close though, like, come on. So, you know, I, I think from four to six is, 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 is six is the, like the perfect number. Top two teams get a buy and then take it from there. Yeah. Okay. Me. Yeah. I was about to say me personally, playoffs was not really fun to me past couple of years. They've been four years. They've been doing it. Three, three, four. four. But you watched every year. Yes, I do. But it's like, um, the playoff committee, they biased to me, very biased. Because it's the same four teams. Even though the teams are good, it's the same four teams. And the games don't really be interesting to me, personally. Every year, Ohio State. Not every year, but most of the time, they'll, they'll go. Every year, Bama's going to be there. Clemson's going to be there every year. It's like, uh and then, like, most of the teams in the top 10, I'm not saying they would beat Alabama, but they kind of, like, put up a good fight, you feel me? 
Mm. Also, Ohio State only played what six game this year. I don't think that's fair to these teams like seven. Well, Cincinnati. Yeah, seven. yeah, I'm just saying Cincinnati who went nine and one, Georgia who played in the SEC eight and two. Like I don't think it's fair to me personally that Ohio State made. It. Even though they have a good team, I don't think they should have made it to the playoffs. So who do you think was set at this spot? Not to cut you off. Um, I would play Texas A&M nine and one. The first time they played Bama was a pretty decent game. They couldn't p- compete with them in the championship game. I don't know. I feel you. I feel you. About you, Solo, what you think? I agree with bro. I think the committee is biased. I don't know. Like he says, I don't think – I don't understand why Ohio State was in there. Like he, they didn't play enough games. Like they won those games, but they didn't play enough games. And, like, I don't want to blame them because it's COVID's fault. But mm-hmm. at the same time, it's like you got to win your games. Like you got to win enough games to prove you're the best team in the country or like a top four team in the country. Um, one thing I will give the playoffs, though, is that the championship game is usually always entertaining, no matter who the two teams are. And usually the best team always ends up winning the chip. Um, that is true. They're definitely true. But then they can definitely work on making the games before the championship game more entertaining. Different teams, more teams. I don't know. Yeah, that, that think, was kind uh, of my thing, though. Because, like, if Alabama going regardless, is it really that much of a difference? Like, yeah, it'll be more uh, interesting. It'll be kind of, uh, like, good for teams. I mean, yeah, they'll, they'll win, but it's like – I feel like there's there's better matchups for them. That's that's what I was saying. Rel, Rel said Texas A&M would have been a better matchup, but week two when we played them – it was fifty-two twenty-four, you know what I mean. <laughs> so that's that's the same right. the same score of the the Tentanetti. So I don't I don't I don't know about that. The thing is, but, the thing is, you can't Ohio State. Yeah, they only played a couple of games, but they knocked off Clemson, man. They knocked off Clemson. You can't you can't make an argument to me that those top four the top four teams that finished were not the top four teams in the nation, right? You say yeah, no, you you you're trying to take Notre Dame out, but. Who had a better season? Who else had a better season than Notre Dame? Yeah, they got smacked by Bamba in the first round, but who had a better season than them to take the fourth spot? You can't put nobody else there. And people wanted to knock, knock Ohio State up, but they went and knocked off Clemson in, in magnificent fashion. So you can't – what can you do there? Me, personally, yeah. I have a box with Clemson and Notre Dame already because I feel like – I've seen them boys play in ACC because my team is Miami, of course. Yes, they're good. They have great players, but I mean, I don't know. I feel like matchup like wise, yeah, I feel like matchup won't entertaining. I mean, I was on that board too. Like, oh, Alabama going win every year, woody woop. I mean, bro. I mean, if we're gonna be honest, bro, it seems so. Do be having better recruiting classes, bro. So you kind of gotta give it to them boys. Like them boys, like it's been. No, teams- it's been teams has been like have better players who gotten better players, but them boys know how to win. So yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a lot of people out there like to say that, like, hey, yeah, we get all these classes, we get all these classes. But the thing is, what makes a good college football team is the coach, and and it's it's consistency at the coaching level. You look at all the best teams, right? It's it's Clemson that Dabo Sweeney for years. You know, Ohio State they just got you just they just transitioned from Urban Meyer, but he left a damn good program, um, for for the new head coach to take over. You know, and then Alabama, of course, Nick Saban, you know, so there's a reason why it's the same couple of teams because they have the consistency at the head coaching level. And But Philip, even last year, yeah, teams that twelve and two, twelve and two, twelve and two, but still they made the playoffs, bro. Like Oklahoma, not well, Georgia, they twelve and two. Come on. Uh Oregon, they were twelve and two. And like Oklahoma, they yeah, they made the playoffs, but like they weren't really uh top four teams. Of uh, college football to me personally, and it's like I don't, I don't know, bro. I feel like the playoff community is really biased. They need to fix it. I think they need to restrict the amount of five star and four star recruits a team can have. You can't do that. I don't know. You can't do that. I don't know. There's not a lot, a lot of people say that too, but if you really look look at it, they don't. It's not like they're getting ten, twenty five star, four star recruits. It's like it's like four or five. I'm saying like you Michigan. Know? And everybody's getting the same amount because you can't if you if you do restrict that more, everybody can't get more than three. You you you'd be forcing you'd be forcing these recruits who work their ass off to earn their five stars to have to yeah, go somewhere you can't else. Do that. No, 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 no. But they're gonna go to a good school. Like no, nobody's no, out here. No, 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 they won't. You got you got a, you got a five star recruit from Alabama 
right? He was born and raised in Tuscaloosa, and he's a diehard Bama fan. But because Bama already had three, you're going to tell this man he got to go to Auburn. He got to be the better five star recruit if you want to. He got to. He got to go to Texas. He got to. You know. He got to go to some. Like if Bama, if Bama didn't pick you as one of their five star recruits, go yell at Bama. No, no, no. But you, you got to, you got to think. Some people commit early just because he wanted to. You know, maybe, maybe, maybe he wasn't always a five star. You know, maybe, maybe Bama already had these recruits from when they were juniors. You know what I mean? And they became five stars when they were seniors. So, I, I think, yeah. I think you're playing a dangerous game there because you, you after. After you restrict all the all the you know the, the let's say you restrict the top ten schools, then then where the others go? You're gonna tell me I'm I'm gonna have to go to the Utah? I'm I'm gonna have to go. I to mean, Memphis. how many five star recruits are there every year? Shoot, who knows? Thirty, I believe thirty around thirty. Is it thirty? Something like that. Around there. Yeah. Saying, just limit everybody to like three. Yeah, but that that's not fair. And to then the kids. No, that's and not then, that's not that's not no fair like no like you. like each team like. If you're the best five-star recruit, you get to pick where you go. But if you if you want to go to Bama and Bama, listen, we use all our five-star recruits this year. You got to go somewhere else. Then it is what it is. No, no, I it is not. I get what Han's trying to say though. Like, no, but, look, but, look, but look, but look, but look, Every year, like like Philip said, each team get a lot of five-star players. But there's some teams that don't even make it to the top fifteen in the ranking. They lose like three games. Every year, like it don't matter what type of recruit you get, it's coaching. Coaching is the main. Coaching is the main thing, but because not every five star recruit is hit. If you think about it, like Josh Jacobs, better coach was a three star. That gives you the better recruits. You said what pick Josh Jacobs was? Josh Josh Jacobs, the Alabama running back who's balling for the Raiders right now. He he was a three star recruit, man. So, and Matt Jones wasn't no five star. You know what I mean? So. No, I feel that. I I, I get what Han's saying from the aspect of, like, of kind of even in the playing field, but also, like, yeah, you got to kind of, like, put the humility aspect of it because then that's, like, kind of vice versa. That's like saying that we can't take that scholarship from you because we already got kids on scholarship. We don't got enough money. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the like thing, that. though. They got they got scholarship cap. <laughs> yeah, no, they do. You have a certain number of scholars you can give out. And, you do, yeah. But to restrict – it's one thing to say, hey, you can't recruit all these five stars. But it's another thing to tell a, a young man, because he, he didn't pick his five stars. You know, this man was just out there doing his thing in high school, to tell him, like, hey, you can't go to your favorite school because they already got too many five stars. Not because they don't want you. Not because it's they don't not, have the space. But because they don't got too many is that they got better ones and they can't fit anymore. You can't say better. Nobody knows. Because you got to remember, nobody Bama decides. thinks they're the better ones. Hans, you're missing, also, it. Hans, you're missing Hans. it. You're missing it. Yeah. People are ranking these players, and some three star players are actually better than five star yeah, players. Yeah, so that, that's you know, what I'm saying. Yeah, the Bama I don't even think it's really the ranking want. too much because the ranking can be screwed. Like, you got to look at how many players being number one in high school. And then, yeah. Even going the other side of the fence, basketball, like, you know what I mean? Number one players in high school it is, and then they go to the league, or they don't even end up going to the league. So I think it's not the ranking part of it. I think it's, I think it's more so the where the talent is being founded and how they're getting the talent. Obviously, you're not gonna have the means as an Alabama from a program standpoint to source to other students or to promote your program. So the, that's kind of like those sort of coaches who actually kind of recruit for real, for real, like hey, going out there. So I think me, it just depends. Like I think you could find a meeting, a meeting in between, like think- give everybody kind of like the same playing field. When they yeah, start yeah. paying these players, like, what I think, like a cap. That's another conversation. What, I, what I'm saying is, though, another, I think, uh, what you call it, another issue is, because you got to look at how, how recruiting is done right now. These schools will send out, you know, all their offers, all right, probably more offers than, than scholars that they can give. And and um, and um, then you have, you have things like National Signing Day. So let's say Bama, remember, they can only give out, you're saying three, right? Let's say they gave out five to – Five, five stars. It's the first three that commit that get to go, and then the other two just just goes to the win. No, no, no. they pick out of the five. Mm. Then, then while they waiting for Bama to pick, what about if the other schools pick? You know, the other big schools, and then the two that got left out, they got to end up at Tulsa. I'm, I, <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure they got to go to the community college. <laughs> sure. They, they got to go play JUCO. Teams like UF are going to be waiting to see if this man picks Bama or not. It's gonna be like in a draft. Like if they pass up on somebody, they're gonna be right there to scoop them up. 
now I don't feel like you can't do that. I don't know. Oh, thank you, man. Because you can, you I remember feel like, these high school kids don't pick their own rankings, man. They just out there playing ball. You got to tell them that they can't go this and that. Exactly. I feel like to help like the playoff situation, I feel like they should schedule better non-conference games beginning of the season, like Alabama versus Oregon, something like that. That could that could work too, and then what the amount of games they win in a non-conference shows how how competitive they can be, depending yeah. on the score. Yeah, but that's a that's another thing too. That's a that's an argument, you know. Um, these these small yeah. non-conference schools that the bigger schools schedule, it's helping they do out. Money. Exactly, it's, it's, they do. It's the- helping out the small program because those programs, man, they they don't have big ass stadiums with you know, with thousands and thousands and thousands of fans coming and paying tickets and buying merch. So they need these paydays from these big schools to help keep their program up and running. And so you, you get rid of that, man. That's, it's hurting the game. It's hurting the game. Not really getting rid of, not really getting rid of not, it. Yeah, though, exactly. Like, At least one, like one good game, one non-conference game that's ranked. I, I mean, like, like if it's just like, like we're saying, if it's a school like UCF to where it's like, okay, yeah, these, like, we're, we're, we're not out in the loop. Not like it's FAMU or somewhere. No offense to fan, obviously, because you're not in school. But, like, it's not like a school to where it's not known for football. So, I feel like you can, you can get those schools a couple more non-conference games, I feel like. Or, like, schools who are actually in the rankings. Like, I'm not saying just give it to anybody. But, like, schools who are in the rankings, you know, make their way up. And, like you say, just be less biased, I feel like, with the, with the rankings. Like, like, how college basketball, like, they don't really look too much into your conference games because you play so many games. So, like I said, it's kind of being a little less biased in the rankings because it's not a lot of twelve and no teams out there, you know. Yeah, that's true. You're right. You're right. Yeah, but you know, like I said, that's another subject for another day. Talking about should these boys get paid? Paid? Should how, how these boys get paid? So, but we're wrapping up this episode. You know, got another episode dropping soon. Um, tapping in. You know, got. Couple of things coming up, but you know you already know where to find us. You can find us on YouTube and all other streaming platforms. It's the whole of podcast reloaded. You know, we signing out. Catch y'all on the flip. Peace. All right.